Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Psychic Hour. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all things psychic, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. You know, it's good. It's very good. We just booked a couple of trips we're taking later this summer, which makes me really happy. Excellent. We'll take it. Mm -hmm. Nice. Time to get the hell out of here. I hear you. And in fact, we're getting the hell out of here tomorrow. Yes, we are. I can't wait. We're We're going to Boise for my birthday. We're going to go to the Lavender Festival, two of them actually, and have coffee and dessert with a friend tomorrow night and do some shopping and, you know, light shopping, like nothing crazy. but (laughs) (laughs) Just the fun kind. Just 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 the fun fun kind. kind. Yeah. 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 We're going to stay at uh, my kid's house and just, yeah, have a lot of fun. It's just all good. Do you think we should leave wet towels on the floor and leave the cabinets open? And I don't know, just think up all the other shit that they've all done to us growing up. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Get them yeah. back in every way. Just bomb them with so much laundry, they won't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Great survey says revenge. yes. Mm-hmm. They would have every bit of that coming. Yes. They totes would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to throw trash on the floor whenever my son is driving in the car that he has to keep clean. Just, dude, it is revenge. And yes, do moms want revenge? Yeah, they freaking do. I mean, if Mike had his own car, I would highly recommend that you throw up in it a few times. But, oh, oh, that brings back unwanted memories. (laughs) Too far. Just too far. Just one step too far. Every parent that is listening to this show is like, oh, mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worst. Been there and not on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Never want to go there again. Oh. No. For sure, no. Well, all is well here. My poor little Bruno. I told you guys last night that I had to take him to the vet yesterday because he has kind of some allergy things going on with his eyes. And his eyes looked terrible. I took him to the vet and they put him on a steroid. They looked a little better last night, a million times better this morning. He has to keep going with the medicine for like a week. And then they were outside playing outside the back door and I heard him yelp. And he came in the house with his right eyelid bleeding. What? (laughs) I don't know if his brother scratched him or I don't even know what happened. But yeah, he has a little scratch on his eyelid. Good Lord. His eyes are just doomed. But... He's just like having a toddler. He's going to start banging his head at any moment. And he's going to have a, one of those perpetual toddler toddler bruises. From... He actually kind of did that when we first got him home. His head was oh, really? too big for his body. And he was such a bobblehead. Mm-hmm. He'd run into a room and his head would like lead him around the corner. And he'd hit his head on the side of the couch and <laughs> and cry and stuff. Yeah. Poor little Chihuahua. Yeah, he's okay. He is. He's fine. And. He had a good nap with me this afternoon. He's fine. It's just you look at him and you're like, oh, he looks pathetic. But then he's, you know, still acting wild as hell. And he acts like he's fine. He just looks like mm-hmm. he's not. But Well, like every kid that ever had to get stitches or black their own eye or something. They look terrible while they're running around having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, call them to bring you food. And what's your date of birth and to make you an appointment? Love it. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. I love it. Go out somewhere and call them and say we forgot our shoes or something. Mm -hmm. I finally told my son, 
I will not provide you with your social security number again. Next time you'll have to call the government and ask them because <laughs> I had provided the social security number to this kid like 12 times his first year of college. Where's his social security card? I with said lost. number on it. Mm -hmm. Lost. Oh, and yeah, but I was like, how many times can I send this to you for God's sake? And then I went, I'm serious. Call me for it again. I will be sending you the number to the social security office. Uh, he hasn't called again. He figured it out. <laughs> I mean, he calls every day, but not for that. <laughs> he just hasn't called again. Well, if she's not giving me that, then forget it. <laughs> no, he's called me for all other things, but definitely, but not a, yeah, the social security number. But I, I finally had to make that threat because my God. <laughs> Try learning it yourself, dude. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing. I don't have it memorized. So I'd have to go look it up every time. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's fine. It's probably fine. <laughs> well, mine knows his, but he uses it as the code to unlock his phone. And I said, oh, uh, no. <laughs> of course. Your social security <laughs> number is not a password, dude. Not a password. Do not do that again. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You remember in college, though, when we were in college, the last four numbers of your social security number was your student ID number. It was everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was before identity theft was a real big thing. Now they don't do that. So you have a student number. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, dear. Poor Renee. Her husband had gallbladder surgery on Tuesday. And she's just trying to survive. Oh, babe. My condolences, uh, you are. <laughs> Rhonda yeah. had hers out just a couple months ago. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun mm -hmm. for anyone. Yeah. No. Gas X, Renee. You know what I'm talking about. I'm sure mm -hmm. you do. Gas X will be his friend. Mm -hmm. And yours, you know, mm -hmm. to listen yeah. to less of. Less bitching. The yes. complaining. Oh, it was his first surgery. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> that's rough because that's a, it doesn't seem like it's that serious of a surgery, but it is a rough surgery to recover from. Well, the doctors are like, oh, it's no big deal. This is so simple. You'll have, we'll have you in and out of here in no time. Oh, uh, yeah, and then you'll be in your recliner for three weeks. You, except yeah. we just cut through your stomach muscles in four places. So have fun with that. <laughs> Whoa. I hope he's doing okay, Renee. Lots yeah. of ice. Ice saved me with my gallbladder. Me too. Paper. Ice was awesome. And, you know, big ice packs helped also to shield my incisions from the dogs who were constantly jumping on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Renee's had, oh, Renee, you've had yours out. So, you know, mm -hmm. you know the drill. Mm -hmm. don't let him eat a cheeseburger as much as he wants to don't mm. do it the hardest part for me wasn't like food stuff actually i've never really been all that reactive to not having a gallbladder i think it's because mine was uh, literally doing nothing for quite a few years before it came <laughs> out but uh lazy bastard but anyway <laughs> it pain medicate i am so terrible on narcotics horrible i hate them my body hates them i have to take a like Zofran or Fenugrin with them for nausea, or I'll just throw up until it's just horrifying. Mm -hmm. And that makes me crazy as hell. <laughs> so it's, there's just no winning it. Yeah. Mm -mm. In fact, with my gallbladder, I had been hallucinating for days, days. Everyone was sick of me. <laughs> I was sick of me. I found it hilarious as hell, but you know, oh, whatever. Gosh. But your kids, not as funny. Yeah. But I thought I had a beanie on my head and I could not get it off. 
<laughs> and all day that one day, I just kept going, here's your hat. And I'd pull air off my head and they'd be like, that's not mine. And you're not wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of other things. Like I was nuts. And if finally on Saturday of the week, I had my uh, gallbladder out. I had an absolute meltdown crying in my husband's arms. I can't do this anymore. And he finally went, do you think it's time to get you off the narcotic? And I said, yes. So (laughs) we switched over to Tylenol and Motrin every four hours, you know, the, the rotation. And I felt so much better. It wasn't even funny. And within like a day, I think I got, you know, the amount of faculties back I had. So (laughs) (laughs) that's, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jane. Yeah, tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah. We're, we're so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, ma'am. Get a whole weekend trip out of the deal. That's right. Yeah. Colleen said I can't eat enough to keep pain meds down when I had surgery. You know, mm-hmm. when I had my second baby, because I had C-sections with all three, and when I had my second baby, you know, and I had said to the doctor, I cannot do narcotics. I just can't. I cannot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you have to have narcotics after surgery for pain meds he's like like nothing else will work and I was like this is what it does to me I just can't imagine I just can't so he came up with this nasal spray that you it is a narcotic but it doesn't go into your stomach and it's supposed to be easier on you I did so good with that it was just like a it was like Flonase just every so often I think you had to hit it more often it was like every two hours and the nurses were baffled by it they'd never seen it before in fact, I think the pharmacist had to special order it in because they'd never used it before. That stuff was brilliant. I wasn't mm. sick on it. My pain was controlled. And then with the third baby, I asked the doctor if we could do that again. And he said that was no longer on the market. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Right? Because that was actually something that was okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Sad day. Yeah. Oh, Renee said her blood pressure and pulse was through the roof and she's been ill and just started feeling better today. Oh gosh, you guys, <laughs> darn it. Both yeah, down at once. Yeah. Thanks, JR. Well, you know, at when the, the onset of this show, we have always and always will ask the most human question we can to just bring us all together. And that's, what did you have for dinner? Well, uh, we're going out of town for two nights and leaving my son home alone, which we have not done in a very, very long time. And he felt the need to take us out to dinner. So we went to a place called Pizza Pie Cafe, which is a pizza and pasta place. It's his favorite. We haven't been there a long time. It was really good. Awesome. And I didn't have to pay for it or cook it or clean it up. I mean, where's this been all my life? That is a fun part of kids working, you know, as they suddenly. Oh, yeah. Occasionally, you're like, I want to take you out. Mm-hmm. You can't get in the car fast enough. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We had, it is so hot. And it is so hot in this house. Whew. So uh, I made a big macaroni salad with like, you know, the, the usual like onions, pickles, eggs. And then I put tuna in it and olives to make it a meal. Yeah. <laughs> the tuna makes it a meal. Well, anyway, then you get a little protein, right? Right. And it's super good. So partly I wanted to make a big something to have in the fridge because poor Scott's going to be on his own this weekend. So poor boy. <laughs> He's going to umpire. He has already umpired 16 games this week, including tonight. 
And wow. then he'll umpire 18 more over the weekend. He can hardly stand. The this dude hot, poor guy. is hardcore softball. Yeah. He is. Actually, when he left tonight, he said, this isn't feeling fun anymore. <laughs> went, oh, no. Oh, no. So, A.B., we actually are not doing readings on this show. Sometimes we do readings. Uh, and we might, if, at the end of the show, if we get time, I guess that's fair. So, well, Okay, actually, I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you. Because we are going to be learning how to use oracle cards, teaching you guys how to use oracle cards. So I'll do this, babe. I will use your question as an example question to pull some cards. How's that? Right, there you go. We're not necessarily doing readings tonight. I don't know if we'll have time. I kind of think we won't. But Mm -hmm. maybe since you asked and it seems like it's uh, something that's really pressing on you, I'll go ahead and use your question. So sit tight. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, Cranky had a salad with a hard-boiled egg. She's trying to be good. <laughs> My daughter good walked in today and I was <laughs> eating a piece of chocolate dipped in uh, peanut butter out of the jar. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going back on keto. <laughs> I said, you know, I am next week after this trip. It's pointless before now. Next week, that's actually true. But anyway, that apparently didn't look like real keto behavior. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Colleen said, too hot to eat, had a boring-ass salad. Jane had baked chicken, cheesy cauliflower rice, and spinach, followed by a keto ice cream pop and a keto brownie. My God, Jane, will be right over. Right? That, that sounds, sounds amazing. Excellent. I have yeah. keto ice cream in the fridge. I think I will be having some after the show. Yeah. That sounds great. Keto ice cream is the best thing that ever happened. It really is. Because yes. if you're a diabetic, mm-hmm. sugar-free ice cream sucks so right bad. but keto ice cream but is keto delicious ice cream that is sugar-free is fantastic yeah keto changed the game on stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. renee Definitely. has not eaten but the husband look at the sweet wife she fed her husband but she hasn't eaten yet because she's busy taking care of his ass <laughs> well we, that's that's two different renee's oh it's two different renee's oh right One oh my goodness because renee's eaten, are here but yes. renee who has the sick husband. So RJ, JR, and both Renees are here tonight. So the circle is closed. It all is well in the world. Yes. (laughs) Because as we know, we are all Renee. Yes. (laughs) Oh, so Renee's husband had amazing tuna on nan bread. Yeah, nan bread, non bread, nan bread. Uh, Jacqueline had green salad, baked yellow eye and brown rice, followed by chocolate cake. Hello. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Lauren has not eaten yet. Thank you so much, Sai. Oh, thank you, Kathy. She had a chicken salad sandwich. Yes. Oh, the keto halo popped her to die for. Yes, they are. They are very I good. like the keto ice cream bars from Costco, too. Mm-hmm. Just the keto brand? Yeah. Called keto. They're good. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. I don't think anything beats Rebel, personally. Rebel is so good. And they have ice cream sandwiches now, too, that are very Do good. Do they? The Rebel oh, keto ice cream. That. Mm-hmm. Tough to beat, you guys. It Coffee is. chip. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> last year Rebel was pretty new, and most of our stores had like one or two kinds, and were frequently sold out. And now it's a huge line, anyway. So yeah, yeah. they have lots more. So good. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Lillian said the keto bars are delicious. Just try to sample at Costco. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are really good. Yep. 
Yep, yep. I need to get some. The best place to buy cauliflower rice by far is at Costco. Mm-hmm. Their price is so much better than like just the regular supermarket. It's crazy. Yeah. But we like in the summertime to just throw that on the grill and do a stir fry with that, with the cauliflower rice as the rice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's really good. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, right. Colleen said it's cool. Your birthday is on the five conjunct. Yes. I do the Outshine sugar-free strawberry fruit bars. I love Outshine. Those are so good. I love the Outshine bars. Delicious. Yes. Yes. So the five conjunct, five planets showing. Just as I said that, Colleen, a leaf fell off of one of my plants, uh, just like fluttered down in front of me. You guys didn't see it, but it was off to the side. Wow. Anyway, it's a sign. It it must be. Yeah. I love it. Oh, Lillian's getting up at five to see the planet. See, it's at three for me. So that's a... That's a hard yikes. I, it's probably I will not going to happen. Hear what someone else thought of it. <laughs> I know. I just no three o'clock in the morning. Mm-mm. I'd just I be dead. I've done this dead. a lot of times. Drugs got out and made him drive me like clear out on the desert so we could see the whole sky mm-hmm. to see stuff. And I'd do it again, except for the poor guy is just really tired, and now he yeah. has to um, all weekend. That that seems cruel and unusual. Right after all that, I'm thinking all weekend. But it'll at least be cool by that point. So, I mean, maybe it's worth well, that's it. That's true. Yeah. Oh, Lillian saw, got up at 5.30 this morning and saw a couple very bright. That's so oh, cool. That is cool. I love it. Maybe I'll just sneak out by myself. and just. The, the problem is we have so many trees around our property that if you really want to see a, an event like that, you cannot stay here. You have to yeah, kinda gotta at get least drive out around the corner to a parking lot, <laughs> if not out on the desert. But, Yeah. <laughs> okay. Colleen's gonna be up around four for it, and she's got her nerd scope ready. <laughs> oh. I like it. I like Good nerds. idea. Nerds are cool. Renee's not watching either. Too early. Yes. <laughs> I'm torn. I'm actually very torn, but maybe I can make Mars get up with me. She's actually usually pretty good for an adventure, so uh-huh. we'll we'll try. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Lauren said the closed uh-huh. captioning on Facebook keeps changing umping to humping. So- <laughs> Scott's humping 18 times this week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No wonder he's so tired. <laughs> While I'm out of town. <laughs> What's the difference between an umpire and a humpire? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. There- <laughs> That's really funny. I'm on the board with of our local softball association, which you guys probably heard me say that before, but um, umpires are a daily, you know, making sure that you have umps assigned to every field and that everybody has their gear. And it's like a daily check-in between myself and a couple other people to, you know, take gear to the right place and whatever during the season. And we had that happen in our voice text group or in our, not voice text, that's what it was, but in our chat group. So many times that we were all absolutely dead about it. There were so <laughs> many. It was awful. <laughs> uh, can, you, yeah. can you ask Kevin if he can hump on field three tomorrow? <laughs> I mean, I can, but someone will probably call the cops. <laughs> it honestly happened so many times that we quit commenting on it. Like, <laughs> it just became normal. <laughs> just goes to show we were all really busy and voice texting everything because we're busy. Right. But, <laughs> too funny that's fantastic 
Well, we're talking tonight about oracle cards and the difference between oracle cards and tarot cards. And then we thought we would talk a little about choosing a deck if you don't have one or if you do, and then give you some basics on how to use them. To me, using things like oracle cards, pendulum, stuff like that is a fun way to exercise your spirit. It's a fun way to exercise your intuition. And using oracle cards is a great way to set your day up. And it's just, they're great. They're great. Mm-hmm. So, but first it's a great I thought. Way to validate your intuition too, I think. Yeah. When you're learning to trust yourself, pulling cards about something helps to validate and helps you to learn how to trust that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, when you guys feel free to ask questions and, you know, chime in. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I thought. First, we would talk about a couple of superstitions that uh, come up a lot and also uh, define the difference between Oracle and Tarot. So, Christy, do you want to talk about the difference between Oracle and Tarot? This is something that comes up constantly. So Tarot is set up in a very specific way. So no matter what um, theme of Tarot, which there are literally thousands of them, Mm -hmm. you're going to get a 78-card deck with four suits plus the Major Arcana and the Minor Arcana. And those cards are going to have the same meaning in every deck. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, it doesn't really, you know, once you learn tarot, you can read any tarot deck because they mm-hmm. all mean the same thing. There are slight differences between, like, some are coin, some of the suits are coin versus deck and staff versus sword. And, you know, I mean, there are some differences. But in general, it is a set system mm-hmm. um, that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. And you can learn tarot. Tarot is takes a long time to like learn tarot. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have a really good book that you can reference. And most decks come with a book, but you can also buy like bigger, really comprehensive tarot books too. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a long time to memorize your tarot cards. A long time. And, yeah. you know, if you, over the years... Uh, you know, you'll get to where you recognize, oh, well, I know what this card typically means. Mm-hmm. But tarot is, it's its a big deck. It's kind of daunting. Mm-hmm. And I like tarot. Don't get me wrong. Some people are very freaked out by tarot. A traditional, like, Rider white tarot deck that has things like the tower, the hanged man, the death card. Things that uh, sometimes uh, upset and bother people. Mm-hmm. Although none of those cards are necessarily bad news. Actually, the tower kind of is, but <laughs> yeah, but the it's death sort card of... kind of Fs people up. But the death card's not a bad card to pull at all. No. Well, I don't think the tower really is either. Yeah. It's just it just means you already know shit's falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, just acknowledge it, let it fall apart so that things can grow back together in a better way. Like none of it's bad, but there's so much mythology around tarot that it's evil and it's the devil and you know that word divination gets thrown around as being an evil thing which Mm -hmm. is so ridiculous Mm -hmm. so ridiculous there's nothing evil at all about divination yeah me neither renee i cannot get them all memorized i finally realized that tarot was not my jam for that reason i i do have a tarot deck that i read on my show once a month i have i have a very fun deck and every month on my show for the full moon we do full moon fairy tale tarot 
This is a fun, you can tell that I live with pigs. <laughs> now, most people would say kids, dogs, cats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it was a piggy that you, did that. You legit mean but, pigs. <laughs> mm -hmm. True. Uh, but the fairy tale tarot deck is really fun. It is set up in suits, but you don't read from it. You typically pull a card and read the fairy tale. So that one is a little different. It's kind of more of an oracle deck in that sense. But if you are looking for a really fun, interesting deck, please go buy this on Amazon. Lisa Hunt. It's an older deck. It might be out of print, but you should at least be able to find a used one. This mm -hmm. is the funnest deck just for fun. It's just full of fairy tales from around the world. And anyway, it's pretty great. But that's one of my favorites. It's in front of me. So I was thinking about it. But mm -hmm. other than that, I don't use tarot very much except for psychic tarot. And I use psychic yeah. tarot a lot. Me too. So we'll tell you about that deck because we think it's the best one ever. Mm -hmm. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Renee, did you see this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know it's the work of the devil. <laughs> oh, Trish said she always gets the tower in her reading. Oh, Cranky, I'm not oh, wow. good at card games either. It's embarrassing. <laughs> well, I think, Cranky, you'll find from what we're going to teach you tonight that it it uh, it is not complicated. Oh, you can do oracle cards. Anyone mm -hmm. can do oracle cards. Uh, Colleen said, is it true that you have to be gifted a deck versus buying your own? That is the biggest superstition we hear. When we opened our store, people would say that almost every day. Or or the opposite. Oh, someone gifted me this deck, but I can't use it because it's used. I need to buy yes. my own. Like, mm -hmm. Someone just Either made way, all shit up. Yeah. Either way, all you have to do is clear a deck. Yes, you could use a used deck. Yes, you can use a new new deck. No, you don't have to be gifted a deck. You can absolutely purchase your own. And I recommend it so that you can find the thing that you really like and resonate with. Because I'll tell you, any of us that have, you know, been working with decks for a long time, you definitely have some that don't resonate with you. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Are there any tarot books you recommend for learning tarot? You know, Moonbeam, not off the top of my head, but Llewellyn. Llewellyn, the, you go to their website. They have some really good tarot books. The Gilded Tarot. So the Gilded Tarot is yes. a beginner tarot book and card set. And mm -hmm. it's a great one because That's it's a, a really full-size book. Yeah. Yes. It's a full-size book. Lots of great explanation. It's a really beautiful deck. Mm -hmm. And I think that the Gilded Tarot is a great one. If you're just learning tarot, it's a great way to start. Definitely. And that really leads us to our next part of this conversation. And that's how do you pick a deck? literally what resonates with you you know if it looks like a theme that you could be interested in if you pick it up and it feels good to you you know it it doesn't have to be rocket science just let yeah. it you know if the artwork resonates with you or yes. the theme that's all you need mm -hmm. yes so and if you can go to a metaphysical store so you can really like look at their cards mm -hmm. that's awesome uh, if you can't, Barnes & Noble usually has a pretty decent selection of Oracle cards, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes just in the spiritual section. And if you don't see Ask, a lot of times, too, they'll have a bunch like on little uh, like counter displays at their uh, where you pay. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't see a mask, because they always have a pretty decent selection of cards. They do. Uh, companies that we really like, um, Hay House, um, I don't mean that as a company we really like. <laughs> 
But Hay House does have a lot of Oracle cards. Um, mm -hmm. Hay House used to be an amazing company. They just things have changed. They've, they've lost their integrity. But uh, and some of their cards, I think, are still great. So don't let me totally color your uh, <laughs> opinion mm -hmm. there. But they have some. Uh, Blue Angel is an amazing company for mm -hmm. cards. Llewellyn is really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then just lots and lots of independents anymore. Yeah. So. You know, Amazon is just loaded with different kinds of cards. Uh, I've also found a lot of them on crowdfunding sites. Yes. People who have developed their own deck and they're trying to get it launched. And I think that's a fun way to buy a deck because mm -hmm. especially when you can get in on the deal, like the, the introductory deal that comes with some of the extra cool stuff. That's fun. And what mm -hmm. a great way to support somebody trying to follow their life's work. Yeah. Um, another yeah. place is makeplayingcards.com. Mm -hmm. that's where my deck is. Um, uh -huh. So people, you can go there and create your own deck and then they, they're a print on demand company. Mm -hmm. And so they just print the cards when you order them and they have lots, lots and lots. They, it sounds like it's a game website and it is, but there are lots of tarot and divination decks on makeplayingcards.com. Mm-hmm. There are. In fact, I literally ordered our deck from them this week. Oh, you did? Yeah, because on Tuesday was my birthday giveaway show. Mm -hmm. And I gave away a deck of cards. So I oh, nice. like, literally yesterday ordered a deck, our deck. Because so Christy has two decks over there. So we have the uh, Ground Bless Protect to Move deck that we made together. And I have it in front of me. I'm going to show you guys. Mm -hmm. And then Christy, of course, also has her Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle deck over there. Which... um. Just keep talking. I'll be right back. I don't even have my own deck sitting in front of me. I'll be right back. Oh, well, you're going to want to do that. So I am going to show you guys. Uh, I'll show you a link here in a minute, too, in case you're interested in this deck. Uh, but this is a deck that Christy and I and Rhonda and Kara designed together a few years ago. This is what it looks like. It's called Ground Bless, Protect, and Move. We were thinking about all the different aspects of spiritual care that need to be considered and also some good suggestions on how to do those things. So, for example, the move cards were designed by our sister Kara because she uh, works in physical therapy and mm -hmm. is all about move and movement. So her cards are green and they're all movement cards. And then Rhonda did the ground cards. That's one of them, and they're orange, and they're all things that, you know, for example, ground with a tree. I did the bless cards. They're the yellow ones, mm -hmm. and of course, they're all about blessings, so blessing all of the chakras, your body, your food, your water, your day, you know, suggestions such as that. And then, Christy, you did the protect cards. Yes. And so the protect cards, like they're blue and they're suggestions of things, activities you can do uh, or things you can carry or whatnot to help to uh, protect yourself. And then there's a few bonus cards in this deck, too, that are uh, just suggestions of things you can also do to create uh, a better feeling of good spiritual self-care. So, for example, this is the Just Right card. It says, that's right. It's time to write journal, blog, or notebook, you can't make the wrong choice when you are spilling your guts. 
Use this as an opportunity to release anything that you need to release. So writing is great spiritual self-care. So mm -hmm. the idea behind this deck is that you can either combine all of the cards and just pull random cards out every day for some ideas on, you know, some grounding or some spiritual self-care ideas every day, or you can separate it into segments and pull one card from each one of them for those suggestions every day. So yeah. anyway, that's what it looks like. And I'll put a link in the chat room in case you guys are interested in ordering this deck. But yeah, it's over at makeplaincards.com because they print on demand. Back when we wanted to design a deck, uh, and it still is, I mean, if you want to design a deck just as an independent, oh, it is so expensive. Because you have to order a minimum amount and, and right. you can't get a great price because you can't order the hundreds that, you know, like my house would order. But right. uh, you do have to, uh, you know, carry some inventory then and fulfill orders. And like, it's a big deal. And we know people who did that and had to order like a hundred decks and they have cases of them in their garage that they haven't been able to sell. And. Like, it's just not, it's not good for independent uh, producers at all mm -hmm. or artists. And so makeplayingcards.com is kind of cumbersome and it's kind of expensive, but it makes it possible for independent people to publish decks, which is just pretty freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, it definitely does. Yeah. So I'm going to put a link in the chat room to that deck. And Christy, go ahead and tell us about your deck. So my deck is called, <laughs> you can't even see that, uh, Kindred Spirits Energy Oracle. And it is a fractal deck. So I did all the artwork myself. I don't know if you can see, there's a lot of fractals. Like that's the green Tara. Here's the crown chakra. Here's the energy of uh, resist. So there's chakras, there's goddesses, there's archangels, um, various guides, plus just different different energies that you might be uh, struggling with. Um, you know, like here's the breakthrough card. This is a card about, you know, breaking through when something's been holding you back, that kind of thing. So it's a great deck for just general reads for yourself. And I had a lot of fun creating this deck and creating the artwork for this deck and I suspect I'll do another one eventually because I love, you guys know I've talked about it on here. I love fractal art and sacred geometry. Mm -hmm. And so I'll, like this is, I love this this one. That's the joy card. They're just so pretty. But anyway, I yeah. will put a link to them. I did. Uh, oh, you did. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is there. I know. We both kind of forget that we have decks. <laughs> well, as dumb as it is, yes. I do forget. Here's the cumbersome part of makeplayingcards.com. You can't have a book. And, you know, decks yeah. do well with having a good companion book. And so we had to put the book on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So I'll put a link there, too, for the book. The book is super duper cheap because we didn't really want to sell the book. We wanted it to go along with the cards, but you just right. couldn't. Uh, and don't put my know. book because my book doesn't match this deck. This is this is 2.0. And okay. I have not done a book for 2.0. You don't really need one. Yeah. Honestly, this deck reads without a, without a book. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I'll put a link up right now to. Yeah. 
to the book, the companion book. And actually, you could just buy the companion book and just use it like bibliomancy, you know, mm -hmm. and just flip to a page and let that be the uh, the thing that you're reading. But, you know, bibliomancy might be a conversation <laughs> for another day. Yeah, yeah, we should. We, we should be talking about more styles of divination and a bibliomancy yeah. is a really cool one. <laughs> Bibbidi bobbidi bibliomancy. Yes. That yeah. link looks really weird. It's ground bless, protect, and move companion. It's because it's, it's, it's too long. It's too long. Yeah. <laughs> On Amazon. It's not that hard to find. So you can just look it up because I think that link's not going to work. But anyway, yeah. So that's uh, those are our decks. Yeah. Kind of yeah. fun. I'd kind of. Uh, I hadn't even planned on talking about our decks. That's dumb. <laughs> uh, me either, but that is dumb. Hello. Put a hell of a well, lot of work into this. <laughs> I should definitely be sharing it with people that I have my own deck and that we have a joint deck. Yeah. Uh -huh. I know. We're crazy. Anyway, so find it, picking your own deck really is just thinking about what you resonate with and what you like. So I think we both were going to show you a few of our favorites to give you a sense. And one of our, Christy and I both, uh, love Psychic Tarot. Yeah. So Psychic Tarot, this is what it looks like. This is what the box looks like. It's by John Holland. John Holland is a really well-known psychic medium. Um, he has a few other decks after this. And don't buy them. Buy this one. I'm going to tell you guys something about people in the spiritual industry they're particularly published work, by Hay House. Particularly. particularly published by Hay House. Their first work is their best work. Their first work is the work that they felt compelled to do, that they were guided by spirit to do, that their intuition drove. After that, their work is based on what the publisher told them to do. Yeah. And it's just never as good. Mm -mm. Imagine putting out a deck like this. And it being successful and doing well. And then the publisher calls you and says, hey, we want to hire you to do another deck. And we want it to be about roses. And you're like, roses? What does that have to do with my work? I don't know, but we that's what we think it should be. So we want you, you know, I mean, that's just an example. But you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then you kind of have to go, okay, so how do I do a deck about roses? It's not the inspired work that the first work was. Definitely. So, in my opinion, always look for the first mm -hmm. uh, first work somebody did and follow that first because so often the work after that is so contrived. It's just never as good. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very true. And, the, and you know, no, no shade to John Holland because he's brilliant, but his first he deck is. was by far his best. Mm -hmm. The second one is uh, a relationship. It's relationship tarot. And it's only for relationships. So that's one thing I think that we should talk about is mm -hmm. sometimes cards get very specific. They're all for your purpose in life or career yes. or love. And you know what? Those decks are really repetitive mm -hmm. and they don't give you a real clear message. The way that a deck that's meant for general everyday use is so much more open and clear. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Barbara said, are there decks to help communicate with a deceased loved one? We lost Jojo yesterday at 1040 a.m. I am so oh, sorry. So sorry. Uh, yes. And I can't think of his name to save my life right now. There is a really well-known medium who has a deck that is specifically for communicating with the other side. I will think of it, Barbara, and I'll put it in this chat at some time, or I'll tell you next week. Maybe I'll maybe it'll show up by the end of the show. I'll see if I can figure out what it is, because yeah, I can't think of it either. You know who I'm talking about. I just cannot Me come too. up with his name. Anyway, so yeah, there is. Yep. Yes, ask your guides is a great deck. You know, Doreen mm -hmm. Virtue. Dare we say her name? Thank you, Jane. You are the best in the West. James Von Prague. Yes. Oh, thank you. That's James it. James Von Prague has a great mediumship deck. Yep. Um, awesome. Doreen Virtue's very first angel desk deck, uh, the daily guidance from your angels. It was purple. It was, again, her first work. This beautiful little gilded purple deck. And it is wonderful. I've mm -hmm. read with that deck for years and years and years. And as if you know anything about Doreen, you know, she's disavowed her work now and kind of lost her mind and whatever. But uh, that deck is wonderful. Our it mom is. used to keep several brand new uh, boxes of it on her bookshelf so that when people had a, a death or, you know, cancer or some terrible tragedy in their life in our family, she would go visit them and bring this deck and show them how to use it. Yep. And uh, a dear friend of, of ours uh, was going through a super, super hard time. He he was Mormon. He came out. Uh, he he sang in the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and they kicked him out. And it was just awful. A bunch of awful things happened. And yeah. he was really suicidal. And he came home for a visit. And she gave him that deck and taught him how to use it. And he's told me many times, your mom saved my life with that deck. Yeah. He said, I don't understand this shit at all. But that what she showed me and I've taken comfort in those cards for years. And she did that for several people, lots of people mm -hmm. with that deck. So good. Yeah. But Oh, cranky. You, yeah. If you fall down the Doreen rabbit hole, you will be astonished. That's I, a I whole other... out of pen, don't recommend. We'll have Show to do that for on a, a Patreon. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll have to do that on a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Do not recommend. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, one of my favorite decks. One of my other favorite yeah. decks is the Kuan Yin Oracle. Oh, yes. By Alana Fairchild. These are the it. prettiest, prettiest cards. And they're oh, very different. Daily guidance from your angels. Barbara. Oh, yeah. Daily guidance from your angels. I think you can still get it. I'd look for it on, on Amazon. It's purple. It's a wonderful deck. There's one card in the deck I always pull out and throw away because it uh, is misleading and confusing to people. And it's the wedding card. Yeah. And people just cannot not see wedding. And mm -hmm. so either they're already married and they're like, well, that doesn't apply to me. Or they're not married and they think they are getting married. And like, it doesn't necessarily mean that. But that card just always causes problems. And you can do mm -hmm. that. If there's a card in your deck you don't like that's nonsense to you, get rid, get rid of it. Of it. You have to keep it. Tear it up. Yeah. Don't forget that they're just paper. The mm -hmm. meanings that we get from them come from us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, love this deck. It's all. Oh, it's upside down. Yeah. It's so <laughs> cute. It's so cute. 
every card in this deck is just beautiful. This is a card, a deck you have to use the book for because the cards do not give you a clear meaning of what the card deck means or the card means, but they also have an activity. There's some kind of like a, a suggestion or a spiritual activity that goes along with every card. So you want to use the book because there's lots of good advice in there, lots of good ideas and stuff. So, and then lastly, a deck I've used a ton this last uh, year is the Gratitude Oracle mm. by Angela mm-hmm. Hartfield, artwork by Josephine Wall. Josephine Wall. Josephine and Wall Angie. and Angie. Josephine Wall is a very well-known artist. She's one of those artists that can paint light. Yeah. You know, not she very many people can. can do that, but she can paint light. And she, these cards are absolutely stunning. And the messages are perfect. So the messages on this deck are things like self-care, tools, culmination, effort, perspective. And the idea is that you pull the card and you think about how that applies to you. Yeah. How can you be grateful in that area of your life? Yeah. So this card, gorgeous. These cards, I can't Mm -hmm. ever do them justice because of the ring light yeah you have to just see them but and trust me they're amazing so angie angela hartfield was a friend of ours mm-hmm. she actually passed last fall she had cancer and um she's put out five decks while she had cancer she's mm-hmm. boy she's been through a lot amazing human yeah they're and, all beautiful her ganesh deck mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah she and scott were good friends and she told scott one time that it was actually for this deck that Josephine Wall sent her 300 prints to choose from for that deck. And she had to sort through those. And they're all, I mean, Josephine's work is every bit of it is just as astonishing as the last. It's so amazing. She said it took her weeks of staring at those pictures to decide which ones went with which message and which ones to use and which ones to not use. Because there's about 50 cards in this deck. So out of 300 prints, she had to narrow it down to 50. Anyway, can you imagine? It's amazing. No, yeah. I cannot because I love Josephine Wall's artwork. Mm-hmm. I know. I would have just wallpapered my house in that. But anyway. <laughs> so anyway, do you want to show us a few of your favorite decks? Yeah, I just have two sitting here. One Psychic Tarot and, of course, Kindred Spirits, which I showed you. So then my other one that I'm currently using, this is uh, Kyle Gray. Uh, who I really like, Keepers of the Light. Mm-hmm. And it's just um, it's basically uh, mythological figures from lots and lots of different uh, cultures and the, mm-hmm. and the message that they had and taught. And the artwork is really beautiful. And I've been using this one. I don't know. I mean, there's so ma- I have so many. It's hard to tell you. But, um, you know, like here we have uh, Seropsis Bay, and there is oh the miriam see that artwork just beautiful and with just a simple message because what i really like to do with oracle cards is read with my intuition i don't use the book i don't like i don't like using the book i don't want the book to tell me what the card means i want my heart to tell me what the card means so i don't use the books generally but this kyle gray deck is really beautiful and just kind of um, you know, guides me a lot. Yeah. I mean, my very first deck, and I don't have it anymore because it just stopped resonating with me, but it was 
It's called The Fairy's Oracle, and it was artwork from Brian Froud, mm-hmm. who is a really famous puppet puppeteer. Think uh, like The Dark Crystal. He did the puppets for The Dark yeah. Crystal and lots of other things. That deck was my introduction to Oracle mm-hmm. cards, and I used it for years, loved yeah. it. And the artwork really resonated with me as well as the messages. Um, and then it just didn't anymore, and I gave it away because that's yeah. kind of how cards go. It, it really is, for sure. Hey, Leah, good to have you here. Oh, I should say also what I have sitting here are the spiritual AF cards. And y'all know yeah. about these. Now, the funny thing is the spiritual AF cards are not actually meant to be an Oracle deck. Right. They are more of a like motivational deck. <laughs> if you can call them that. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, you guys. Lots of things can be an Oracle deck. Yeah. Um, anything yeah. You, you can make your own with your own pictures even there's all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff that um, that you can make into an oracle deck and when I saw the spiritual AF cards in Barnes and Noble one time and started reading you know on the box kind of what they were I was like that is like the best like reality spirituality deck I've ever seen in my life uh-huh. and so I just started using it as an oracle deck yeah and as you know there are a few cards in here I don't like I've pulled them out and thrown them away uh, because <laughs> I'm only using the ones that I resonate with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really great deck to um, <laughs> kind of pull your head out, you know? If you're getting stuck in the mud, this deck will really snap you out of it. Yeah. So I love that deck for that. Absolutely. Yes. So you get a deck. You get one purchased. You get it home. You need to clear it. You need to bless it, and then you can use it. Yeah. So take it out of the package, shuffle them a few times, look through them, get to know them, and then you got to clear them because they've been touched by everybody else. And you need to know how to clear your cards so that in the future when other people touch your cards, you can just clear them again. Yeah. People are very weird about this. Some readers won't allow anyone to touch their cards. I think it's nonsense. There is no nonsense. reason why you can't just clear your cards. They're and paper. Keep They're mm-hmm. just paper. Yeah. We assign the meaning. We assign yeah. the meaning. Yeah. That's just drama. So yeah. a few ways to clear your cards. The easiest way to clear your cards is just to wrap on them. Mm-hmm. Knock on them. Using, holding the intention that you're knocking anything out of them that doesn't belong. So that they're clean and clear and ready for the next reading. That's it. That's easy. Yeah. You you can tell a bunch of readers in a room. Because if you're playing cards with them. They'll keep knocking on the cards when they're shuffling them. (laughs) Oh bad. We all do it. Um, (laughs) Regular cards. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that's how you can also use sage. And smudge them. Or Palo Santo. Or Dragon's Blood. You Mm -hmm. can put them in a singing bowl. And chime the bowl a time or two. That's a great way to clear cards. Do what works for you. If you have an energy modality like Reiki or another one, you can just hold them in your hands and clear them that way. But honestly, it's easy enough to just knock on them. Yeah. Then you got to bless them. You take them. You hold them in your heart. Just really sit with them. And envision bright white light coming out of your hands and out of your heart. Just fully encasing those cards, filling them up with your light, with your energy, and with your intentions. So thinking about, what do I want for these cards? 
And you don't have to do this every time you use them, but the first time you got to make them yours. Mm -hmm. So think about what do I want for these cards? I usually ask for these cards to be accurate, to be kind, to be helpful. And that's usually it, you know, something really? like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, or you could pray over them if that's, you know, better for you. But mm -hmm. in some way, bless your cards. And now you're ready to use your cards. So one of the easiest things you can do with your cards is a daily, what do I need to know reading? And this is one that a lot of people do just as part of their daily routine. They pull one card. So you shuffle your cards three times. And while you're shuffling them, you hold your question in your head. So mm -hmm. I'm just asking, what do I need to know right now? Mm -hmm. Or what do I need to know today? Maybe, but mm -hmm. so I'm going to hold that. I'm going to shuffle three times. <laughs> Says someone who used to be good at shuffling. <laughs> if you get new cards and they're really stiff, find a guy with big hands and make him right. shuffle your cards for 15 minutes. Break them up a little bit. That's yeah. what I, anytime I get a new deck, I hand it to my son. He already knows what to do. I don't even have to mm -hmm. tell him. I just say, I got a new deck and I hand it to him and he sits there and shuffles it for 15 minutes for me because mm -hmm. they're really stiff and I have arthritis in my thumbs and yeah. Yeah. Then fan your deck out and then just put your hands over it and just ask that question again. What do I need to know today? You will feel almost like a little magnetic pull in your hand to a mm -hmm. specific card. And if that sounds wild, try it. You'll be surprised how often you just feel it. You just know. Yeah. <clears throat> and once you land on that card, then pull it. So my card is Material Harvest. That's because tomorrow's my birthday and I'm cleaning up. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding, exactly. But, kind of, but really, yeah. So that's the message for me. Right? Mm -hmm. Material harvest is, things are good. It's also about receiving. Material harvest means that you have to receive. And yes. you, are terrible young lady, are not great at receiving. And yeah. this weekend, it's your birthday. It's all about yeah. you receiving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And calling the shots, saying, this is where I want to eat or what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. Usually yeah. I'm like, oh, whatever you guys want to do, I'll go. I'm, I'm good. I'm easy. You know, I really this am. Time she's but... been sending me TikTok videos of restaurants in Boise for like a month. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're planning it. We're planning Fine. it. Fine. We'll eat at all those places. Whatever. Right. <laughs> we might have to do Appy's one place and, a, you know. Right. Kind of a, a bar crawl type situation. Sure. Anyway, so I would take this card. And for me, um, you could put this on your mirror. You could put it on the fridge. You can leave it on your desk. I'll just leave it, you know, face up on my desk so that I'm seeing it. But that's a really easy way. So how do you interpret the card? Well, all you have to do is sit with it and think about what does this mean for me, right? Yeah. What if I pulled a little bit of a harder card? What if I pulled a card like Trapped in Fear? Mm, I love this card. Then I'd have to sit with that and think about what do I need to know about me being trapped in fear? What am I trapped in fear about? Yeah. And think about how does that apply to me? And then, of course, what kind of action could I take or do I need to take moving forward? Yeah. So that's, but that's how to do a one card spread. The other thing I wanted to show you quickly is how to do a three card spread. And I will tell you that about every deck you buy, 
they will have a book in it that has some suggestions of spreads from the author. Mm -hmm. Very worth taking a look at that and trying out their suggestions because mm -hmm. they wrote the deck. You know, this is their intuition talking. But one really easy reading to give yourself or other people is a three-card spread, pulling three cards. So again, you would hold their question while you're shuffling. So maybe they wanted to know what, uh, you know, what do they need to know about their job moving forward? Mm -hmm. So you'd, you'd Oh, we have Avi's question too. That's right. Let's do Avi's question. Let me get back to it. It was a relationship question. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not sure if she's still here. I haven't seen her in the chat in quite a while, but I did make a promise. She said, how does my love interest feel since I stopped talking to him? So let's use Psychic Tarot. And let's do three cards. So the first card I'm is the main situation. That's the main mm -hmm. thing we need to know about. And then the second two cards would be an action card and an outcome card. So if ever you are shuffling cards and a card comes flying out, don't put it back. Hang on to it. You don't have to use that as the main card that you're pulling, but take a look at it because if it's coming out of the deck at you like that, it's supposed to be there. It's yeah, it's a lot of times a clarification card. Mm -hmm. It helps clarify the reading. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've done my shuffling, asking. So our question for A.B., of course, was how is her love interest feeling since she quit talking to them? So I'm going to ask what the main thing we need to know about this situation is. And then I want to know what the action moving forward should be. And then we want to know what the uh, outcome is. And this would be the outcome if you followed this path, right? This frame of reference. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sometimes I wish my camera pointed down so you guys could see. But mm -hmm. I'll show you. So I've just laid all three of them out in front of me. So the first card is the shadow. So the shadow typically is the parts of you that you are less comfortable with. Your shadow is an awesome thing, you know, for empaths, mm -hmm. the shadow is the part of you that actually will stand up for you mm -hmm. when the rest of you will lay down and be a doormat. Mm -hmm. uh, in this instance, I feel like this person that she's quit talking to kind of is going through their shadow self right now, kind of is in a place mm -hmm. of uh a, you know, a, a darker place in their life or a heavier place in their life. And I feel like this is what they're feeling. So mm -hmm. that speaks to me a little bit of loneliness and also of confusion in their own heart that they're mm -hmm. just a little unsure of what's happening between the two of them and also just what they should do moving forward. So well, and it, the relationship is in shadow because it's yeah. unspoken right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the action card all right. Well, the action card is actually partnerships and alliances. So the action, I feel like at some point there will be a reconciling here where, uh, you know, the partnership returns, the alliance returns. Mm -hmm. I actually feel like this moment of not talking for a little while is really good because it's bringing in some perspective that needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And then the outcome is memories of love. So this card actually can mean a breakup, but I think in this case, it actually doesn't. I feel like this is just ushering in that time of a better place. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's 
the reading well, for the, Evie, but that's how you do it. Yeah. The not speaking for a while does make you reflect on the memories of the relationship itself. And that is sometimes mm-hmm. what will bring people back together. Yeah. You right. know what they say. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Right. So that's some pretty basic stuff. We'll get into some bigger uh, spreads on other shows. We had talked about how uh, we, we, we're not doing enough teaching on the show. We used to not because we were also teaching at spirit school and now we're not doing spirit school. It makes more sense to bring some teaching here. So yep. that's what we are doing. Um, yeah. So there you go. Colleen said, has anyone seen the trend on TikTok that if you're awakened, your third eye will hold a medal? I stuck a bobby pin to my forehead all day and I'll be damned. Well, <laughs> I've not seen that. <laughs> I love, it. love it. I'll be damned too, Colleen. That is hilarious. Cra- Cranky wants a video of our crazy sexy birthday weekend. We'll try. Yes. We'll, we'll do our best. All of our wild adventures at the Lavender Festival. Yes. So wild. <laughs> You know your old ladies when. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty chill weekend. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline so wants Leah, to know. Oh, oh, oh Leah, we're, we're not doing readings uh, today. We will next week, however. Well, next week, actually. No, we will do readings next week, probably. Mm-hmm. It's not marching orders till the next week. So yep. likely we will. So same place, same time next week. But yeah, today it was more of a teaching show. Mm-hmm. We just, I had reserved time for that one reading for, for Ivy, but. Yeah. Yeah. Leah wants to know, should you clear, or Jacqueline, should you clear the cards if they have not been used in a long while? I would. uh, Yeah, I would too. Mm -hmm. I clear my cards every time I use them, to be honest, but yeah. So there you have it. That's kind of a crash course to Oracle cards. And you guys are always welcome to ask us questions if you're stuck or, you know, if you're wondering about something, but if you don't have a deck, seriously consider getting one. And Mm-hmm. moving forward with uh you know at least getting one and then getting f- comfortable and familiar with it some people when they get a new deck will sleep with it for a few days put it under your mm-hmm. pillow or in your bed or next to your bed so that you really attune it to your energy and it to yours and i think that's kind of a cool idea i've actually i've done mm-hmm. that before but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely just remember that um there's no right or wrong like if anybody tells you Oh, you can only do this or that. No, it's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. Do whatever you yeah. want with your cards. <laughs> Don't mm-hmm. worry that you're breaking the rules. There really aren't any rules. Rules are just something that somebody came up with. Well, you right? know the old adage, rules are made to be broken. Right. Well, or our, our uh, <laughs> ongoing theme song, which is uh, we do what we want when we want. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, so much for all the birthday wishes and all the support mm-hmm. and love. We will. Ooh, Colleen's been messing around with crying. Interesting, Colleen. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we will be back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with new episodes. We'll be back Wednesday night with case updates and Thursday night with the psychic hour. So we've got all kinds of good stuff coming. Oh, Barbara's got a brand new deck in her nightstand. Okay. Crack them open, Barbara. That's right. Get busy. All righty, guys. Thank you so much for being here. As always, this has been True Crime Paranormal. Take care. Have a great night. Bye, everybody.